Hi, and welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and we're here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. Today, we're going to talk about strategies to help make planning more effective, to help you maximize your balance, be more effective, and to enjoy life rather than continually feeling stressed. Before we get into those, though, I have to tell you we've just created something brand new for the podcast, and that is the ability to get certificates of completion for listening to podcast episodes. And what we're hoping is that you'll be able to submit these for PD credit at your school or district. So if you're interested in getting those, they're available for a very small price at teachfortheheart.com slash PD. So head to teachfortheheart.com slash PD, sign up, and you'll be able to uh, just take a quick quiz after each podcast episode and then print certificates of completion to submit for potential PD credit. So check that out teachfortheheart.com slash pd and let us know if you have any questions about that. All right, today we're going to be talking about eight strategies, eight planning strategies to maximize balance, effectiveness, and joy. So let's dive into them today. Uh, The first one is pretty simple. It's to keep a calendar. And by the way, before we get into this, let me say these strategies work really wherever you're planning, okay? Um, I'm gonna be sharing a little bit more about our uh, brand new Pray and Plan, our brand new uh, planner for Christian educators. So these features are all incorporated into Pray and Plan, but you can also incorporate these strategies into whatever system you use, whether you have a paper, a physical paper planner, whether you plan online, or sometimes even you know a combination of different strategies, okay? So these are strategies you can apply wherever you'd like. So the first one is, as I said, keep a calendar. Now, this one's pretty obvious. Hopefully, you're already doing this. But if not, it's something that really does alleviate a lot of stress and make life simple. You need to have at one central spot where you write down um, appointments and things that you have to keep track of, whether it's in your physical paper planner, whether it's in an online um, online calendar, whether it's the calendar in your kitchen, whatever the place is, you need to have one central spot that you write things down on and can check. Um, and then obviously, if you have a family, it's great that they know where to check to, you know, so whether it's if it's online, maybe you all share a calendar. Um, If it's paper, they know where to look to so they can see what's on the family calendar. So number one, keep a calendar. Number two, organize your to do's with weekly and or daily lists. So this is where there's so many different methods you can use to organize your to-dos. But so if you have a method that's working for you, that's fantastic. I'm going to share two different options with you right now that have worked for me at different times. And the key here, though, is organizing to-dos. Because if you have just this like mile-long to-do list, when you sit down to actually work, that can be really stressful and it can keep you from being efficient. You can end up spending or wasting rather like five, 10 minutes at the beginning of your planning period trying to figure out what to do and just feeling overwhelmed by how much there is to do. However, when you organize your to-dos in a way, in certain ways, it can help you know exactly what to do and be motivated to get started on it right away versus feeling stressed and kind of procrastinating, okay? So here's two just options that work. One option that has worked for me in the past, I don't use this now, is to put everything I want to do on its 
due date. So in having, you know, weekly calendars with a, you know, a space for each day, I put everything on when it has to be done by, you know, so if lesson plans are due on Friday, that goes on every Friday. Um, If, you know, I'm planning a bonfire event for junior high, uh, you know, I would put that when it's due. And then I would go backwards and add due, like intermediate due dates, kind of like we teach our students to do with projects, right? (laughs) So um, going backwards and adding in due dates, okay, I need to line up the chaperones by this date, I need to, you know, line up the food by this date, I need to print the flyer by this date, and just putting in different tasks like that. Um, So kind of like a planner that your students would use, kind of the same idea, putting tasks on their due dates. What I've been using more recently, though, and what has worked really well is making a weekly to-do list and then daily to-do list. So the way I do this is, so this is a different strategy, just to be clear from the one I just shared. This is a different strategy, a different way to organize it. In this way, I make a to-do list for each week, okay? So I might have um, either, sometimes I keep like a master to-do list of like everything I have to do, you know, in the in the coming months. I'm going to get to that in a minute. But each week, I say, what should I do this week? And I make a list. Now, I will tell you, my tendency is to put too much on that list. And that is not good. It's not good to put too much on the list. You want to be really realistic and pick what can I actually do this week on the list. You can always add more to it if you finish early. Um, But yeah, so I definitely recommend paring it down to what is essential and um, what is realistic for that week. So I make a a weekly to-do list. And there's a spot for that in Pray and Plan. Then each day I identify which of those things do I want to do that day. Now you could plan this out ahead. You could you could put something on the days, you know, you could plan, okay, I'll do this Monday, this Tuesday, this Wednesday, this Thursday, this Friday, if that works for you. I typically do it each day because um, I can adjust on the fly better. Um, if I plan out each day and then I and then I keep, don't get everything done on Monday, that starts to stress me out because I'm like, oh no, no, I'm behind. Um, but if I just pick my things for each day, um, it's a, it works a little bit better for me. So that's up to you. But what it looks like is each day, either either um, before, either at the end of the day in anticipation of the coming day or the first thing in the morning, um, I sit down and say, okay, which things am I going to try to do today? And you can either just kind of mark them with an M or rewrite them in your daily spot. Um, so I'll like, mark, when I say mark with an M, I'll, be, I'll mark M for Monday or T for Tuesday or W for Wednesday. Or you can make yourself your own tiny list. Um, I've also done this in Trello um, I, for a time. I, right now I'm doing it on paper, but I also we've also done this in Trello. That's a great tool if you want to do this digitally where you you can have tasks and easily just move them around to different places. So regardless of what system you use or if you have a totally different system that works well for you, the key is to organize your to-dos and know what you so that you know what you're going to do so that when you sit down for today, you don't see 50 things. You see two or three or five things that you need to do today that's going to really help you be more effective and less stressed. Another tip with this real quick before we move on is it's really great to identify what is the most important thing you have to do that day and do it first. Because if you get that, or first, not necessarily as teachers, you know, we don't always have time first thing in the morning, but like the first block you get, like your first planning period or right after school, like whatever that first 
block of time is, do your most important thing then um, so that you don't get distracted by email or, you know, all these other things. And that never gets done. If you get your most important thing done first, then that really helps alleviate stress for the rest of the day. So I also, it's also great to identify, maybe put a star by what is the most important thing that I need to do today. All right, so, so far we said number one, keep a calendar. Number two, organize your to-dos with weekly and daily lists. Number three, plan your work hours. This is another feature that we've incorporated into Pray and Plan where there is a spot to write down when am I starting work, when am I leaving work, and when am I working on evenings and weekends, okay? It's so valuable at the beginning of the week or you can adjust it as you go to just decide when am I working and when am I not? And I recommend doing this on a weekly basis because you might have like a standard pattern, but it's going to change from week to week. You might have meetings, you might have extra responsibilities, you might have home responsibilities that you need to take care of. And so it's going to change. But the key is that intentionality. If you're choosing, this is when I'm working, this is when I'm not, it really helps you to um, keep work where it should be and not let it bleed over completely into your personal life. Number four, reflect regularly. And I recommend monthly. So in Pray and Plan, we have a section each month that goes back and asks a few questions to help you reflect on the previous month and learn from it, and then plan a few priorities and adjustments for the coming month. So having patterns of reflection can really be incredibly helpful to help you notice what you're doing, notice what went well, first of all, notice what didn't go so well and make adjustments, and then prioritize clearly um, what are some things you want to focus on in the coming month. And like, as I said, we have a section in Pray and Plan for this. I actually shared on one of the recent Quick Thought episodes, I shared um, what those questions are. And you can also check them out at teachfortheheart.com slash planner. The next thing that I recommend doing, and once again, I think monthly is perfect for this, is to do a brain dump of all your to-dos and then organize them with the four T's. And this is, once again, something that we've incorporated in Pray and Plan, but you can do this um, on a sheet of paper, on your computer, anywhere you want. So every month, you sit down, you brain dump all the to-dos that are in your head. You get them all out, and then you go through and organize them. You say, what can I trash? What can I trim? What can I transfer? transfer? And what do I want to treasure? And if you don't remember that system, you can read or listen to more about it in episode 159 or at teachfortheheart.com slash 159. So simply brain dumping all your to-dos and then being intentional, choosing which of these should I prioritize? Are there things that I've been doing that I should stop doing or I could do less? Make Doing that on a regular basis will really help you be more effective and to spend your time on things that matter most. Number six. All right, those first five were all kind of practical planning. These next three move into some more of spiritual disciplines, which we don't always think of incorporating with our planning. But that's one of my favorite features about Pray and Plan is that we've kind of married or integrated practical planning with spirit with our spiritual walk and our spiritual life and put them side by side um and i and i'm so excited about that because sometimes they're they're split in our mind we're like okay now i have my to-do list now i'm going to try to do my devotions over here and i'm and and they're split and so putting them together in one spot i'm so excited about that in pray and plan and you can do the same thing whether you whether you get pray and plan or you're just using your own system you can incorporate spirit your spiritual walk right alongside your planning 
planning. I mean, think about it. You look at your to-do list every day. Um, So putting those elements together can be really helpful. So here's a few things. So number six, renewing our mind with scripture. So in Pray and Plan, we have a scripture verse at the top of every weekly to-do list page. Um, And they're also in other places throughout the book. So having scripture there, you can do that too. Writing scripture um, in your to-do list or or by your to-do list and having it there to renew your mind when you're feeling stressed or anxious or overwhelmed, uh, that scripture can be such a strong anchor for our souls. Number seven, integrate prayer into your planning. So in a couple ways, um, first of all, pray. We should be praying about our planning. When we sit down to plan, we should pray about it. Pray that God would direct us, that he would guide us and show us what he would have for us, right? Um, and that that I mean, God can make us so much more effective and and give us so much more clarity than we would have on our own. Of course, there's also a lot of other things to pray for. So one of the things we've done in Pray and Plan is put prayer requests on the weekly spread. So a spot to either write prayer requests or to journal prayers. And I just love having um, that prayer section right next to your weekly and daily to-do list. It's all right there. Um, so it's prioritized and doesn't just get lost in the busyness of life. Finally, number eight, choose a memory verse. Okay, this is another thing I'm so excited about in Pray and Plan is each month there's a spot to choose and write down a memory verse. Then the idea is to look at it throughout the month. As you as you look at that monthly page, that monthly calendar, you're gonna see that memory verse and every time you turn to that page, you should read the verse. And if you do that, you'll probably have it memorized at the end of the month without hardly even trying. So if you get Pray and Plan, you can incorporate this feature. It's right there. Um, if you don't have Pray and Plan though, you can incorporate this into whatever you're doing, right? You can add a spot for a memory verse and put it right on your to-do list. It's something we see multiple times a day. And so you can see it and just read it. And by simply reading a verse over and over and over, you'll have it memorized before you know it. And I will tell you personally, I have found so much help from memorizing scripture. It really just changes the way you think and that act of meditating on it. And then God can bring it to your remembrance when you need it most. It's there in your mind. And so memorizing scripture is such a valuable pursuit. And it, as I said, doesn't have to take a lot of time if you just have it there and just read it quickly whenever you're glancing at your to-do list. I hope you guys found these ideas helpful. And as you can tell, we're pretty excited about Pray and Plan, our brand new planner for Christian educators to help you prioritize what matters most. Now, we are accepting pre-orders for the 2021-22 school year planner right now, and we're accepting them now through Monday, April 26th. So we're just having a short window where we're accepting pre-orders, and then we're going to get them printed and shipped out to you so that you have them in plenty of time for the summer, your summer planning and back to school next year. So you can find out all the details and order yours at teachfortheheart.com slash planner. It includes all of the elements that we just talked about today and even more. So once again, teachfortheheart.com slash planner to pre-order yours now. Let's take a second and pray before we go. Father, thank you so much for your goodness, your grace. Thank you that you care about us. Thank you that you care about the details of our lives, including how we plan. And I pray that you will guide each teacher's thought, even today, as they're considering what's on their to-do list and how they should organize it and all of that. I pray that you will provide clarity. Father, this year has just been extra hard and 
extra overwhelming. And I pray that you will please just give us all a spirit of refreshment, of rest. Help us to trust in you deeply. Help us to know that you will carry us through. Help us to rest and just have a deep sense of your presence in everything that we're doing. Um, I pray also that you will provide the answers we need in a practical way of how we should organize to-dos and think about our to-do list and when we should work and when we should rest. Please provide clarity in each of our minds uh, so that we will know how to do that in a way that glorifies you um, and serves um, those around us and um, is healthy for us as well. Father, we thank you so much and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, thank you again so much for being here. Remember, you can get the pray and plan at teachfortheheart.com slash planner. All the notes from this episode can be found at teachfortheheart.com slash 166. And if you'd like to get PD certificates for listening to this and other podcast episodes, simply head to teachfortheheart.com slash PD. Well, thank you so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.